Jason Swain touchdown. It's time for the Swain event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two shots and a red flag. Swain Events, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, in the world. Seth Stokes, Ben McKee, Jason Swain, taking you from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. You can download the free Swain Event app for Apple and Android devices. You can view the show on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook Live, and on YouTube. If you miss any part of the show, you can go back and check out the podcast. They're on the Swain Event or SwainEvent.com. Ben Stokes, good morning, guys. Good morning, fellas. How we doing? Man, it is Friday. It is Big Orange Friday. Tomorrow, game time. I'm not going to lie, man. I got the butterflies a little bit. I'm a little, I'm a little nervous. How about y'all, y'all? Me both. <laughs> okay, I just thought it was just me, man. I'm, I'm a little nervous. No, no, man. It's 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 a big game. It's got a big game feel to it uh, this week. Um, Pitt's quality competition, and this is going to be the first real test for Tennessee this season. And if you're not nervous, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I'm I'm with Stokes. If if, if you're not nervous, you you need to check something because uh, this is, in my opinion, the most important game on Tennessee's schedule because it is going to to swing the pendulum one way or the other going to swing it in a positive way or swing it in a negative way. I, I think that this is this is going to be a, a sign of things to come. And month, month and a half down the road, we'll look back and say, well, that pit game did teach us a lot, whether it's in a positive way or a negative way. I mean, I just, I just, I just hope that, um, that our guys are, are ready to go and, um, you know, Pitt, Pitt's, a, Pitt's a good football team. They're more than capable of beating us. Um, we can't go out there and make silly mistakes. Uh, it's going to be an emotional game for a lot of people. And, um, man, we got we to gotta get this win, man. I'm, 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 I'm nervous. I'm nervous in a good way. I'm anxious. I'm excited. But I am nervous because I know how important this game is. When you look at the rest of the SEC schedule, um, you just you just can't afford to to drop this one. Uh, if you do, it puts a lot of pressure on yourself to go out and possibly be a team that may be a little bit better than you, or or may have more talent than you uh, that you may not be expected to win. So, big big game. Got to come out fast. I know Kate Mays prefers the the early games, but uh, will this team come out fast with it being an early game? You know, pits on the road. Uh, sometimes you see. Road teams sputter a little early in the game, try to wake up, try to get going. Uh, I'm not sure if Pitt is a good team that plays at noon or not, uh, but I have seen teams come in here and 
get off to a slow start. It's helped Tennessee. Um, but a factor to consider. We'll see what happens on Saturday at noon. Um, big time uh, attention being paid to this game because it is the Johnny Majors Classic. So uh, a lot of emotions surrounding this game, guys. For sure. Stokes, I, I'm curious. We've been kind of gauging everybody's feelings about Johnny Majors all week long. Obviously, we, we know what Johnny Majors means to Tennessee, but I guess I should say that we, we've been hearing stories all week long about what Johnny Majors meant to them. What, what does Johnny Majors mean to you? For me, um, I'm a little young to, to have really been involved in, in paying attention in Tennessee football when Johnny Majors, you know, was the head coach. Um, uh, I really started paying attention in Peyton's freshman year um, towards the end of, of Shuler's tenure um, as, as quarterback. So it's, it's, I'm, I'm kind of right there on the edge of when Fulmer took over. Um, so as far as any like memories of seeing him coaching on the field or something like that, I don't really have that, but uh, the legacy that he left um, just knowing the game of football and, and knowing and studying kind of what his impact was, Fulmer doesn't have the success as head coach that he does if it's not for the the incredible foundation laid by Johnny Majors. Like that's and, and to him to to be a guy who played football at Tennessee, who went to 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 join the coaching ranks at other universities around the country. Uh, won a championship at Pitt, and then to came to come back home to Tennessee when Tennessee was down and out uh, to leave a great situation and come down back home to Tennessee to try to fix it, and and he fixed it in in a way that set Tennessee up for a national championship several years later. Um, he means the world to me, and and having interviewed him that that time at the Low T Center. Um, back in, in, was it 2016, if I'm not mistaken? Yeah, five um, years ago, yeah. Yeah, like that that whole show with him there was, it was awesome. He, he, was, uh, he was engaging, he was entertaining, uh, full of energy, full of life, just excited to be there, excited to talk football. Um, he's a, just, just, a, just a great guy. Um, it's, it's. This is a re- this is a really cool game. I'm glad, very glad that they're that they're doing this. Um, it's 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 spectacular, and it, it adds a lot of extra weight for both squads. Um, I like that Tennessee's the home game in this situation, or the home team in this situation. Um, and I know that that Pitt under Narduzzi has has struggled in September on the road, traveling <laughs> traveling south of Pitt. So um, hopefully that works in Tennessee's favor on Saturday. Yeah, for sure, man. I um, I saw where Pat Narduz is going to be on Nashville radio early this morning. I think he is on there right now. Um, so I mean, there's a lot of buildup. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if, if Narduz is doing these many interviews, you know, on the regular regular conference game there at Pittsburgh. But there's a lot of national attention. I saw where Ron McGee tweeted out, um, you know, his letters that he received from Johnny Majors. Um, when he either worked for him or, or 
uh, was out and about. He was like a student equipment manager during his time at Tennessee. Ryan McGee went to Tennessee, and mm-hmm. when when he was a student, he 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 worked with the football program in some capacity as a student. I, I can't remember exactly what he said it said it was, but there's something along the lines of a student manager. Yeah, he worked. Uh, I saw. I saw I saw a photo of uh, Ron McGee, uh, Steve Early, who was a GM of the Vault Network, Barry Rice, Link Hudson. I saw a photo of those guys, young with hair, full <laughs> head of hair. I saw a photo of all of those guys uh, when Tennessee traveled down to LSU back in the day. Day so um, yeah, Ron, Ron McGee did work here. Uh, at Tennessee, but but the uh, letter was was handwritten uh, when when Johnny Majors was a coach there at Pittsburgh, his his second stint um, there in '93. So there's there's some fond memories of of Coach Majors from Ron McGee, and you know I know um, few folks that Johnny Majors has sent handwritten letters to or, or letters to, and so uh, those letters they can save for for the rest of their lives and. Um, this is a good week to bring it out, man, and kind of remember this and think about the impact that Coach Majors uh, made on them. You know, we had Charles Davis on um, this week. We had Jackie Sherrill on this week, who will be the honorary captain uh, on the pit side. Um, Tennessee um, will share what Tennessee's going to do um, here here after our first break because Tennessee's doing several things. Uh, we need to update the folks from from yesterday, but um, yeah, man, it's just a lot's on this game. A lot's on this game for for both programs. Pittsburgh has a chance to earn some national respect, beating an SEC team. And listen, Tennessee is no top echelon SEC team, but at the same time, it is an SEC team. And so uh, there's there's a lot on the table for Pitt coming out here. Uh, it'd be a hostile environment to prove to the to the world, prove to themselves that. They can come down here and, and beat an SEC team. So um, it's going to be a good one, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm glad um, that it's a day game, get a chance to knock it out and watch some other college football. Um, it's going it's to be a good one, man. It's going to be a good one. Not much other good college football to watch this weekend. Yeah. This is, this is the, uh, the unfortunate part of a loaded week one, and it happens every year. A bunch of great games week one, and then we get to week two, and we're like, man, where, where are all the, the good games? Well, it, it was a bunch of great games on paper in week one that didn't turn out to be so, so great games, in my opinion. It, yeah. Uh, I was happy that football was back and enjoyed you know sitting on the couch all day Saturday watching football and, and Sunday night and Monday night, but honestly, those – a lot of those games were snooze fests. It was a good game last night, NFL. Yes, it was. I only watched a little bit of it. Cowboys covered for me. Thank you, thank you, Dak. Did you did you do the dap the the, the dap? But you do the Dak hip dance? Yes, I did. Right before I went to bed. <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> or as I was going to bed. Uh, thanks. Anyways, uh, eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Is our telephone number to the Irish Networks hotline. Thank you, Dak, for helping Ben McKee cover. Cowboys nine and a half. Cha-ching! Shout out to Brad Matthews, who who was on the Bucks to cover, trying to, to steer me in the wrong direction. Had some other buddies that just buying into the TV 12. I thought the Bucks were going to win. We talked about it yesterday during 
touchdown or turnover, but I didn't think they'd win by 10. Cowboys have too much offensive power. That, that is not a problem for the Cowboys. It's Mike McCarthy, the defense, that's the issue. The Tom Brady is 44 years old. And he does not look like it. Been in the league 22 years. He's, that's crazy. He's, like, he's played longer than some of the dudes' age. Yes. That's that's unbelievable, man. <laughs> and, and it doesn't look like he's stopping anytime soon. Mm-mm. Sharp. I knew I mean, he was be sharp because he was sharp in the preseason games. But my goodness, man. Receivers got to catch the ball. Y'all messing up Tom Brady's stats. <laughs> we'll take our first break of the day. Swain event fueled by that end barbecue. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill. Or call 865-693-5400. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market. And from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com and go Vols. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine. <laughs> 
East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Seth Stokes, Ben McKee, Jason Swain. Hi, guys. That's me. Hope you're having a great morning. Yeah, I am a little, I'm a little, I'm a little, a little nervous about the game. I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I don't know how anybody couldn't be. Yesterday, the guys had to walk through. Um, Stokes. Yes. Tomorrow is Ben's birthday. And you know how you do it in the South, man. Or at least where I'm from, the number of years you are is the number of pops across the backside that you would get um, with a paddle or belt. 26, Ben. The, the big 2-6. Tomorrow to be that age again. It's it's funny you say that because I just told Swain during the break that I feel like twenty five is kind of the the last age of of being young, and then you, you get to twenty six, you're, you're close to thirty, and and it just you 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 don't seem like you're young anymore once you get to the twenty six mark. Twenty five just sounds young. Twenty six doesn't sound young anymore to me. Well, it's. You're you're you know you're in your upper twenties uh, at this point you know starting tomorrow, um, but you're still young, man. You 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 still got a lot of life to live. You're still plenty young. Hey, Swain and I at at thirty seven, we we're still young. That's right. That's right. Y'all are. We don't look young, but we 26 are twenty six years young. But you know, we still young. Heck yeah. So tomorrow is Ben's birthday. Happy birthday, Ben McKee. Party. At Ben's house, man. Party at Neyland. Party at Neyland. Party at Ben's house. after the game. The after party. <laughs> yeah, part. That's right. Well, party at Neyland. It's a good, you know, it's a good place to. Um, it's a good place to to host a party, man. There's plenty of room. Question is, will there be any seats available? <laughs> will we pack that thing out? We better. Why well, everybody's coming to see the game for my birthday? So, like hmm. I said uh, last Friday, guaranteed W. That's what you think? Just because it's my birthday. They're playing on my birthday. Guaranteed 
Yeah. That's what you think, honey. Come I'm just kidding. Uh, folks should be afraid because I have terrible sports luck, and the last thing you all should want is your favorite team playing on my birthday. Not a good combination. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Tennessee playing Pittsburgh tomorrow, your birthday being tomorrow, has anything to do with each other. Oh, it does because I'm just a, a bright, positive, great person that puts off great vibes. And Tennessee is going to benefit from those vibes. So you're saying that there's going to be a video package dedicated to you on the Jumbotron, that the marching band is going to spell out Ben and play happy birthday at halftime? Pre-game, actually, right before they run oh. out of the tee. They, they're going straight from happy birthday Ben to Rocky Top and, and out of the tee. Interesting. They must be, they must be doing this on Zoom. Um, the McKee family. They're probably going to get on the Zoom call and do that, huh? Mm-hmm. That sounds like you're you gonna have yourself like an extra ice cream sandwich up there in the press box. Yes, yes, yeah. I am. I'm gonna have maybe even a third one. You Treat know, yourself. I, I I was faced with a tough decision last Thursday night because there's so many different ice creams. There, mm-hmm. there's an orange push pop which I mm. absolutely love. You're 26 now, Ben. You can't I don't even push pops. I don't care. I'm Doesn't always matter. gonna be a kid. Mm-hmm. Push push pops are delicious. You, you can eat those. Day. Anytime, anywhere, you're any tw- age. You might be 26, Ben. You can't I be eating no push pop, care. man. I, I don't care. They're delicious. But I had to make a decision between a push pop, uh, M&M ice cream sandwich, or the mm. traditional ice cream sandwich. And I, I just stood at the, the cooler stokes, and I had no idea what to do. Damn. You got to go traditional ice cream sandwich. I, I went mean, with the M&M. Like- Mm. Well, because I sometimes when we, when we go, what? To, what was that, Stokes? Man, I often buy ice cream sandwiches from the store and have them at home, so I have them often, and I I rarely have an M M&M and M ice cream sandwich. So I went. They hit different in the press box. This is true, especially in in the middle of a football game. Yes, I miss that. I miss the, I miss the press box ice cream. Oh, it is. It's the best. Now, for our fellow ice cream sandwich lovers out there, try the Bluebell ice cream sandwiches. Absolutely delicious. You in Mayfield country, you better watch out. That, shh, whoops. <laughs> Listen, guys. <laughs> well, you shot. We, we got a game against Pitt. We're over here talking ice cream sandwiches. Pop, speaking of a. Uh, Ice cream and push pops. Tennessee's gonna look like a push pop on Saturday because they're wearing all orange. All orange everything, except for the helmet. <laughs> all orange everything. So they wearing all orange. And listen, I like it. I like it. I mean yep. um I'm I like that they're doing it. I like that they are uh, honoring the past. Listen, I'm I'm glad that we didn't rock the all orange. I mean, I'm you know, I I, I prefer the contrast, the orange and the white. But, you know, it's cool to see. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> glad I didn't rock, rock the orange jersey because they would have had us in black cleats and all orange, and that would just would not look good at all. So he's talking about, I like it. I'm glad I didn't have to wear it, but yeah. I like it. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, man. Stokes, something I want to see tomorrow is is an ode to, to Johnny Majors. I, I don't think Josh Heupel will do it, but I, I think it would be kind of cool if he, if he wore a replicate hat uh, I, I said it earlier this week, kind of like uh, Gus Malzahn did when Pat Dye passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he wore that that famous hat that Pat Dye wore, uh, the 
the the next game or when, when they honored Pat Dye the way Tennessee is honoring Johnny Majors. I think it'd be cool if, if Josh Heupel did something like that. That'd be awesome. I'd love to see that. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess coaches nowadays, they, they have their thing. So Heupel does wear a hat, so maybe he'll uh, he'll switch it up for a game. Yeah, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't, unless he's superstitious. Yes, which I understand, because I am uh, stitious, as uh, Michael Scott would say. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> yeah. Well, what would your game day attire be if, if you were a head coach? <sighs> Comfort. Comfort. Especially yeah. when it's hot in September. Exactly. Like, I would, I would wear Tennessee gear. Kind of like what they wear out on the practice field. Yeah. Because you're supposed to practice how you play. So if that's how I'm practicing, that's how I'm in the game. <laughs> For sure. When, when when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you play good. Like I don't need to dress up all fancy just to be able to call some plays and, and, and timeouts. Yeah. So, so, you'll, so you would look like Bill Belichick out there. I don't know if I could go homeless. <laughs> but comfortable. Comfortable. I'm, I'm with you. I think I'd, I'd rock a, a nice polo and a hat. Since I'll be on the, the TV so much, I got to cover up my bald head. You don't want it to get burned out there in September. That, that's another good point. That just sounds painful. It is painful indeed. I really wish they would have found a way to in, incorporate the, the, the stripes on the jerseys that, uh, that Tennessee wore back in the day. I know they, they have it on the pants. But the, mm-hmm. the two stripes on the shoulder pads, I think that's a really, really clean look. Two stripes? <laughs> you just do a you just 100% retro look. Yeah, for a game. I, Bring I back the big good. shoulder pads, the whole yes. nine. Yes, yes. Yes, it's, it's nice, man. I like it. I like it. Honoring the past, man. I, I like the interlocking UT. Yes. I think that would have been cool to put that, honestly, the 50-yard line instead of the power teeth, just for this game. That is my, the game. That's my favorite logo. Interlocking UT? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Tennessee logo. That was the logo when I first started going to games. Yeah, I think I think for this game, it would be awesome to see that interlocking uh, UT at, at midfield. It's not too late, guys. It's not too late. Grounds nope. crew, we can make it happen. I'm I, sure they still got the stencil back there somewhere. Yeah, we can make it happen. I love how unique Tennessee's uh, – What what's the – the words I'm looking for, just kind of the the different logos and, and colors and, and jerseys. I love how unique Tennessee is, and the the mascots and you just see so many teams that are called the Tigers and the and the Wildcats and the Bulldogs, right? And everybody, a lot of teams have the same color scheme, basic color scheme, and, and Tennessee has. Logos that stand out and colors that stand out and tradition that stands out. I, I appreciate that about Tennessee. We certainly different. There ain't no doubt about that, man. We are certainly certainly different. Uh, but Tennessee football put this uh, this graphic out. If you're watching on a video stream, it is a photo of uh, Tracy Hayworth who um, throwing up throwing throwing his hands up straight up in the air. 1987, 89 UT uniform, all orange, 88. And then uh, Princeton Fant, 88, uh, the current 88, who um, is rocking the all orange. And then it says, Tennessee, 
We're all orange. Uh, we're all orange Saturday. Orange pants, orange shirts. I don't know how much effect it had on the game. Said Coach Johnny Majors, we considered doing it earlier this year, maybe for homecoming. I decided we'll go at Vanderbilt with the wave of orange. I figured this was a good time to experiment. Coach Majors like, man, Vanderbilt, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Majors, Coach Majors talking cash money, wasn't he? He ain't slick. It's a good time to experiment. <laughs> Coach Majors talking. Talking funky about Vanderbilt in a nice oh, way. That's great. Thought it'd be a good time to experiment. Yeah, because they suck. Um, yeah, and and, and, and nothing changed. I mean, you got coach talking, talking about well, we expected ETSU to cooperate in our hopes of winning that game. Cooperate, man. What do you mean cooperate. Get this dude hey, off the mic. What are you talking about? Cooperate. Get this dude off the mic, man. Where? Where's the where's the eggs, man? Get this dude off the stage. Boom. <laughs> Spoken where's, like a Where's the dude Vanderbilt coming out man. with the broom to sweep you off the stage? Man, where's the hook? Get this dude off the stage. Boom. The opponent to man. cooperate. Uh, Majors also said the team didn't know we were doing it. I guess some of the players were surprised. I heard them in the dressing room buzzing about it. So even in 1977, you got players buzzing about the uniform. Some things just never change, right? Look, there, there's not a time in history when people just people don't want to look good and stand out. You're right about that. All right, let's get to the phones and um, let's get to Big Orange Mac. Big Orange Mac. Good morning. Good morning, Jay Swizzle. Good morning, Ben Jamin. Happy early birthday, Mister Nasty Time. Time to get it in. See, see. <laughs> You got no sense, Big hey, Orange Mac. You ain't got no sense. I appreciate you. It's seven thirty-three, Big Orange Mac. No. Hey, hey, man. Yeah, he said he was doing the Dak Prescott uh, hip thing before bed, so we all know what that means. He getting it in. Well, <laughs> dang, that's enough. Big Orange Mac, I would like to congratulate you. What did I do? You were the first caller of the day, which means you are the winner of the honorary. Andy's first call of the day. <laughs> I feel honored. It's I think a you should, you should lay down a rap now. No, 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 no. no. That ain't that. No, uh, uh-uh. okay, no, I ain't my thing. I ain't got no flows. I ain't got no rhymes. No, I'm glad you uh, recognize that. <laughs> no, self awareness. Hey, good morning, is Steph. It's a, uh, I said. Self, S-E-F-F-Self. <laughs> nice. That's how I'm from the South. You know, we don't we don't say things like they spelled. See, that's how we do in the dirty South. Y'all know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, brother, the, most of the people that signed my yearbook signed it, hey, S-E-F, and then with their <laughs> message in high school. So it's that's, that's it. That's my name. I mean, you did grow up in Georgia's. I did. So, I mean. Uh. They are man, y'all was talking about uh, the way coaches dress, you know, compared, you know, back in the mid '60s when uh, Coach Dickey first got to Tennessee, uh, he was the first coach to actually wear like a coach's polo and, you know, the hat. You know, up until that point, everybody always put on a shirt and tie and a coat. As just, you know, then eventually everybody started going with the coach's polo and uh, some of your old school guys like Vince Dooley and Johnny Vault and. Uh, Coach Bryant and all that bunch, you know, still wore, wore the coat and tie. 
And y'all mentioned something earlier about Coach Major's uh, writing, you know, handwritten uh, letters to people. It kind of reminds me of what they said about Bobby Bowden, you know, how he uh, wrote handwritten letters to people. That shows the era that they grew up in. Uh, that there's a handwritten note to somebody. It's more sentimental. Yep. Uh, to me, it shows, you know, hey, this person really cared. They took the time to handwrite a note to me, and that's part of the era that those guys grew up in. Uh, the telecommunications was lacking back when they was growing up, if you know what I mean. So, uh, but uh, guys, tomorrow is a big game. If everybody, if you go into the game tomorrow, if you're hearing the sound of my voice across the great state of Tennessee from Mountain City to Memphis, show up, get there early as you can, show up, show out, give them hell for 60 minutes. From whistle to whistle, give them hell. Let them know. You know, they coaches already always ain't going to be that loud. Show them. Oklahoma, Bob Stoops said the same thing when they came up in here in 15. Show up and show out. Do that for me. But take my voice with you up there because I'm not going to be able to go. So, uh, if Seth, if you're going, Jason, Benjamin, I know it's your birthday. Y'all show out. Act a fool in the state. Act a fool. Do it for me. Bring home the dub, baby. Got to go to work. Love y'all. Appreciate you having me on. Go Big Orange. Make that money. Go make that money, Big Orange Mac. Better have a great day at work. Big Orange Mac was slowing. I ain't yeah, want to stop was. him, but uh, Boss Toots was coach. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just, I ain't know that. I just. In 15? He was. When he came? Mm-hmm. He, was, he was still a coach? Yeah. He didn't pass it off to Lincoln Riley then? No. Stoops was still here? I'm pretty sure. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. I mean, I don't, I don't know when Lincoln started, I, but it that seems right. I mean, I, listen, Big Orange Mac is, is is more likely right, so I just I just wondering. That's all. That's all. Big Orange Mac gets me fired up, fired up. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm a little nervous, but I am fired up. I am fired up. At nine o'clock, we'll be joined by Jeff Francis, play quarterback here at Tennessee. Play uh, for Coach Majors. Uh, sideline reporter used to be a sideline reporter there. Uh, Vault Network covering games, so man, he's going to have an unbelievable uh, perspective on on this game and um, just how he watches watches football because he watches from a couple of different angles. Man, as a player uh, playing the position of the quarterback and then actually being on the sideline covering the games, kind of like what Nicole Kublik does on TV. That's what Jeff Francis did for Radio Vault Network, and then you know now. You know, watching it like us, you know, going to games or watching on TV. So I uh, can't wait to have Jeff Francis on the show at 9 a.m. Be the first time. Be the first time we've had Jeff Francis on. Uh, that's totally my fault, man. I deserve a, a for what for that. Um, for sure. As many times as, you know, I've seen Jeff and, you know, we got, you know, mutual friends and and um, he's right here in Knoxville. I deserve a for what for sure. So um, I'm glad that he's on, though. But, again, man, should have been on a whole lot sooner. Shame on you. Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm a bad friend. I guess you're right. Not the first time. I guess, I guess you're right. Uh, yeah, Bob Stoops was Oklahoma's head coach in 2015. He gave it over to Lincoln Riley in 2017. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. How dare you question Big Orange Mac? I didn't listen, man. I'm just, I'm just saying. I didn't, I didn't even realize who the coach was in Oklahoma, to be honest, man. I was, I was so into that, into that football game, um, but 
Yeah, Oklahoma, man. Hopefully it's as loud as that, if not louder. This is a huge game. Uh, Brandon Luckett says, according to Big Orange Mac, it's going to be a baby Ben in nine months. False. Early congratulations to you, Ben. <laughs> Rodney Nostel says, um, he's, I ain't going to read what he really said. I'm just going to say he said, go Big Orange. How about that? Um, interlocking UT is my favorite as well from DSG Vol. LC Vol says, don't, don't think King Johnny wore a hat much on the field, but y'all um, had the war room and he's going to wear a special suit jacket on the Vol walk. That will be pretty cool. Hmm. Yep. The plan is for Josh Heupel to to pay tribute to Johnny Majors on the Vol Walk with a replica of one of Coach Majors' favorite sports coats. Oh, that's going to be cool right we'll see there, See if he man. keeps it on during the game. That's Considering good. it's the second Saturday in September. Noon in September. Yeah. I, I, Coach Heupel, I would recommend against wearing that jacket during the game. If it's a windbreaker, it'll be all right. No. This is an air-conditioned jacket. So you know, like a little, little light windbreaker. He's going to be a sports coat. Be, uh, yeah. the, or as the dude from Hustle and Flow said, good leather breeze. You wear it in the summer. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to be in that thing long, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Plus, that ball walk, as long as it is, he'll be wanting to take it off as soon as he gets to, to gate 21. Man, he's going to be he's gonna be hot. That's, that's high point. You know, he's not an itty-bitty boy now. He's a big old boy now. He's going to be sweating. I must say, Hypo strikes me as a dude who sweats pretty easy. Yeah, he's going to be sweating. He's going to be sweating. He he walked right past me yesterday. Like, I could have reached out and touched him. And uh, he didn't even, like, he didn't even know who I was because he didn't recognize me. Because yesterday, I had to rob Ben because I was getting my uh, my wife's car handled, getting a new battery. And um, we went after the press conference to go to get a battery. So I wrote Ben. It's my first time um, coming to a press conference in a long time, probably since Coach Fulmer was named the AD. But I didn't even go into the room. I went to the complex, and the guys were walking through. But, like, no one recognized me except for, like, um, Bob Kesslin and Bill Martin. But I had on shades and a backwards hat. <laughs> and I said, AirPods. <laughs> AirPods. AirPods, mask, shades, I, yeah. backwards Sha- hat. Yeah, shades, uh, mask, backwards hat. Like, man, I was I was undercover for real. And so I sat down um, in a chair, kind of like right by the door. And his high and Bill Martin was walking by to start the press conference. Man, he, he probably had no clue. Uh, who I was, man. It was it was hilarious, but I was I was on a low low. I was on a low low, watching the team practice a little bit. So they had a walkthrough, which is which is interesting. I mean, they play on Saturday, and uh, they had a walkthrough. And guys, I mean, they didn't break a sweat out there. They didn't have any pads on, no helmets, anything. Um, ben and I, we were, we were talking about on the way to the car after the press conference. You know, with the game being played last Thursday. You know, how did that change the schedule? And I'm all for walkthroughs, you know, at this point of the week because I think it's important to have your legs, uh, very important to have your legs, especially with this offense and the amount that they run. So it's a little different than what we're used to. So I, I love uh, an extra walkthrough, man. There's me sometimes when you go into the game sore um, from practice that week on a Saturday. So um, 
Guys look like they are locked in, ready to go, ready to go. Good to see that. Uh, what uh, what different things you think you're going to see this week out of uh, out of Tennessee compared to what we saw against Bowling Green? I think we're going to see the fake bubble screen slip slip the blocker down the sideline. I think that is a throw that we'll see. I think they're going to be setting that throw up for sure. If you watch Tennessee on film, if you're Pittsburgh, you're going to try to jump that bubble screen. And the moment that Tennessee runs the regular bubble screen and you see that um, blocker fighting over, fight through that block, it's time to hit it. And uh, I'm a little worried about that that that, that play. I know Pittsburgh is really aggressive there uh, in press coverage, and they play really physical. So, you know, our receivers are not Juwan Jennings or Callaway or, you know, Josh Palmer. We got some smaller guys who are who are speedy guys, so I hope that we can hold those blocks on the outside and prevent, you know, a pick six, something like that. But I think we will see um, some, some, some plays off of that bubble screen. I anticipate a deep pass going up the sideline. I like it. That's just me. Is there anything that you think we'll see that we didn't see last week, Stokes? Uh, I think you're going to see some different looks defensively. Um, I, th- I think they are going to throw a, a couple different blitz packages out there. Um, that's my biggest thing. And I, I'm, I'm curious to see if they give Milton um, some more RPOs. Yeah, Milton. Milton's going to play a, a, a crucial role. Obviously, I know people hear that and say, well, duh, he's the quarterback. Duh, Ben. What, what I mean when I say that is that he's, he's really going to have to be on his P's and Q's this week because Pat Narduzzi is going to try and confuse the mess out of Joe Milton. They are Would very you? erotic on third down. They, they love bringing the house on, on third down and, and trying to confuse the quarterback and just all sorts of different – Blitz packages. So with of you emphasize that word and then look at me. Erotic. They're gonna be really erotic. Wouldn't it be exotic? Erotic, exotic. I like erotic. I know you, we know, Ben. <laughs> I like erotic. But uh, exotic works too, and was the word that I should have used. You are correct. Uh Your defense a lot of, gonna turn you on, Ben? Like uh I hope not. Hopefully Tennessee's defense is the only thing turning me on. Golly. Uh, hopefully, uh, play the intro. Let's start this show over again. Hopefully, Tennessee's defense makes me take my pants off in the press oh box. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh! I hope you get banned. All uh, right, Joe Milton's going to have to be on his p's and q's because they're going to bring a lot of exotic blitzes, all sorts of different blitz packages. Try to fluster him, get off the field on on third down. I think that Brent Hubbs had to note that they had like a hundred tackles for losses last season, or, or something like that, and Tennessee had fifty. So. Um, obviously, the quarterback is always important, but even more so this week on third down with potentially your starting center being out. Communication is going to be key, and, and making sure those blitzes are accounted for is, is going to be critical. Uh, going to the text box, um, like it says, Lord, Ben is going down a rabbit hole. Chip Payne says, Ben Stoke needs, started it. Ben needs Jesus this morning, what? talking – Crazy in the first hour. Don't worry, man. I'm going to go get my Bible uh, during the break. We're going to have a quick little Bible <laughs> session in the break, man. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call Vol Nation and call well, in, too. That's you need what some I was about today. to say. I'm sure Vol Nation will call in. You need some help. Um, Guff Shores Vol says Milton looked like he was a timid runner against Bowling Green. Not sure if he's going to be one to run through contact or he'll just stop as soon as he thinks he's going to be touched. Here's the thing that's, that's 
I think that's that's noteworthy. Joe Milton understands that he's a quarterback, and there's certain shots that you don't want to take as a quarterback. But Joe Milton also is not built like most quarterbacks. He is, you know, 6'5", 250 pounds. So he can he can withstand some some contact. But at the same time, you don't want to you know you don't want to take a bunch of body blows if you're Joe Milton. Over time, um, those can wear on you. So I think in the first game he was kind of hesitant on okay, should I, should I finish this run? Should I try to get down? Uh, I'm pretty sure that when they watch film, because remember the quarterbacks are not live in practice in fall camp. So that was the first time Joe Milton saw live contact since his days as a quarterback at Michigan. So I expect him to be a little bit more decisive as a runner uh, in this game on Saturday. Let's go to the phones. We got Stokes. We got Ben. um, Ben McKee and Jason Swain here. Oh, boy. Who we got on the phone? Oh, Uh, hold on. Hold on. Daytona. We got Daytona on. I got you. Daytona, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Stokes. What up? What up? Good morning, Dave Tona. Good morning. Good morning, Milk Dud Head. Uh, Oh, 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 you you got jokes. Oh, I've been waiting for, I've been waiting for you, Daytona, to to, to throw some shade. Hey, I didn't get to listen to the first part of the show yesterday, so I was listening to it later in the day. And I was taking a drink of my uh, Diet Dr. Pepper, and I had to clean my windshield when I heard Ben say that I about peed myself. <laughs> it was hilarious, Ben. It was, wasn't it? It was. And then, and, then Swain, and then Swain talking about how he was trying to go incognito at, uh, where people didn't recognize him. I'm like, how the heck did he do all that and cover up that milk that did? I had a hat on. I had a mask must, and I had shades on. That must be a big milk dud cover. <laughs> Swain's head actually isn't very big. You got a peanut size head. Oh, I'm sorry, Swain. Oh no, no I love it. I love it, man. You just you just gave me permission to roast your old ass. I can't wait. <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to roast my what? Old. old. Crusty. Dude, I'm only 55. You old and crusty, Daytona. <laughs> crusty. Ain't no, cr- ain't no crust on this pat Crust. Nope, ain't crust. no crust on this pat <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I like it, Daytona. I like the jokes. I can take them. We need validation. Uh, anyways, hey, Ben. Yes. Happy early birthday. You disappointed me, though. Dude, I don't care what you're betting on. You don't ever take the Cowboys to do anything. So you want me to lose money on purpose? Well, don't don't have them part of your bet. <laughs> They're the only game on last night. Well, that's okay then. Don't bet. Okay. You don't pick enough. the Cowboys to do nothing. We're, well, we're Steelers fans. I, I only picked them to cover. I didn't pick them to win. It doesn't matter. Anyways, guys, real quick, I'm going to get off. What I would like to see tomorrow is I would like to see them come out with the first quarter intensity and consistency for 60 minutes. Thanks, Dave Tana. Thanks for the phone call. You know you messed up, right? <laughs> you, you know you didn't mess up, Dave Tana. You know you messed up. That's cool. AZ Vol said, does that make Ben Vanilla Dud? No, Ben doesn't have a bald head. He's got a buzz, buzz. I'm, not, I'm like peach fuzz. I'm like a 
No, it's a, a, it's a white peach. chocolate milk though that rolled under the couch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what it is. Dog <laughs> hair on in there. Especially now that Swain has a dog. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm like a I'm like a peach because I got the fuzz. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Pizza Mon wants. Go ahead, I wonder how long it's been since Daytona, uh, Dave Tona's windshield's been washed. <laughs> it probably needed it. <laughs> yes. All I got from that was that Dave Tona pees on himself. That's all I got. I'm just glad Dave Tona was uh, able to uh, say something about the callers falling asleep. That was good, man. Good job, Dave Tona. Good job. <laughs> That's what Brandon Luckett said. Congratulations to Dave Tona. For keeping me awake during his phone call for the first time in a long time. <laughs> the the Swain event collar feuds just crack me up. They are something. Yeah, the, the callers are they be on Dave Tona, man. It's it's, it's hilarious. It, it's it's really hilarious. It's probably a good thing Dave Tona don't have Twitter. <laughs> he, oh, he now, would, he's, now he's gonna start Twitter. He would, he would see all those comments <laughs> from our listeners, man. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, let me get to some football. Pizza Mon says, uh, thank you, Mr. Swain. Please explain that you do not want to take hits as a quarterback. No, but you, <clears throat> Joe Milton just looked deci- indecisive of what he wants to do. He didn't know. He didn't know if he wanted to finish a run or if he wanted to go down. And I think this this week it will be a little bit more clear. Because last week you know, he looked confused. Rodney said he was running around like he was constipated. At times, yeah. At times. He's got some Metamucil. He's good now. He borrowed something from Dave Tona. Uh, let's get to the hotline again. Let's get to Dr. Mike. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Dr. Mike. You, you you awake? No, I'm not, man. I just wanted to call and see if you guys would pray for me and my family. Me and my wife got COVID, and we got three small kids here, and uh, everybody's having a quarantine right now. Nah, heck yeah, man. You you got it, my friend. Nah, we will, yes, man. Sir. We hope you hope you get better quick, fast, and in a hurry. All right. And uh, as far as Seth goes, uh, me and Seth, we go back a little bit. I hope you ain't mad at me. I had some friends from South Carolina up here this weekend, and I, w- I wasn't sick at the time. And as soon as they left uh, on Sunday, I got sick Monday, and they called me, and they said, well, we, we tested positive for it today, too. So I, I think I sent some back down to Malden down there with – I think I think I sent Sam down to Malden. I'm sorry, man. No, they brought they brought to you. Malden. I I I didn't I didn't know, man. I mean, I, you know, I I I feel bad for for for, for my friends, but I, what, what can you do, man? I I didn't know I was sick. They, yeah, they 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 brought it to you. They brought it to no, you. No, no, no. My 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 wife has been sick since Thursday, but oh, so okay. I, yeah, so I mean, I, I, my wife gave it to me, but but when they got here Saturday, I, th- I think we gave it to them. Oh man, that stinks, man. I just, all I right, just, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you, man. Hope you hope you feel right, better, man. man. Hope you feel better. Oh, that stinks. Get get well soon, man. From Fox Fall. Get well soon. Uh, big bad voodoo date. Voodoo Nate says Joe Milton running that first touchdown Saturday looked like he tucked that ball and ducked that head. Bowled into the end zone. Yeah, he he ran with a purpose on that one. But there were some other times where he just didn't know whether to go down early or or to take on uh, the tackle or try to finish the run. So I, I like I said before, I think he will um, be more comfortable this this week. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. 
Stokes. What a, what a first what, hour. What, what, what's going to be your, your drink of choice tomorrow as, as you're watching Tennessee beat down Pitt to celebrate my birthday? Well, I'm not going to get to uh, imbibe too much during the game. I'll probably have something light um, during the game just because after the game is over, we're driving, uh, the the family and I are driving over to Nashville, or excuse me, Asheville to meet uh, another couple and their kids uh, over at Sierra Nevada. But then I'll I'll get to have a a couple of real good uh, crisp brews from Sierra Nevada. in the evening time, so it's uh, it'll be a lighter day for me. So nothing, nothing too crazy. Just just have a something light uh, here and there during the during the game, and then a little bit there at Sierra Nevada with some food and and, and some and some fun there and, and stuff. So yeah, not not like a typical college football Saturday for are, me. Are you watching? So you be watching the game basically on your phone or like in a? No, I'll, I'll be watching the game from the house because um, we don't have to be in Asheville till a little after five. So okay, I should get to see pretty much all of it. Now, if it goes into overtime, it'll just be on streaming on the phone in the car through the, through the speakers, so I can listen to it while I drive. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I ain't, I, I, I'm not missing any of it either audibly or, or visually. It's gonna get. I'm going to intake this game one way or the other. For sure, man. Unless it ends up like the Kentucky game, because if, if that happens, then you just throw the whole phone in the trash can, just get a new. One. Oh yeah, if that happens, we just that's what just I want to do. TV off and just <laughs> yeah. drive in silence. Yeah, 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 uh, man. Well, good stuff, good stuff, my man Stokes. Um, next week we'll hear you back here talking about yeah, hopefully man. a big, big orange, big orange win as we approach um, you know an easier game with, with Tennessee Tech. Hope you have a good weekend. Hope you have a good time. Safe travels over there uh, to Asheville. And I um, appreciate your, your time in the first hour, my friend. Yes, sir. Thanks uh, for having me every Friday. I love being on with you guys. And I hope you all have a, a great, safe weekend. Enjoy the atmosphere in Neyland Stadium. And just, just go Big Orange, man. We got to get that W. Let's get loud in Neyland on Saturday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Stokes, man. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Uh, Rodney, no. No answer. No his answer. Uh, up North Vols says Swain like a Mr. Potato Head going into that press conference, putting his hat and glasses on, leaves and changed him out for a different look to go get his wife's car fixed. I didn't go I didn't go inside uh, the presser. I went to the to the complex. I was I was watching I was watching the walkthrough. So I was chit chatting with Bob Kesslin. I didn't even go inside with the other reporters, man. I let them do their thing. I didn't have any questions for Hypo. Um, so I didn't even go in there, man. Let's see here. Ken says, you know, watch Milton's game. He ran. Um, Milton ran like he did versus Bowling Green while playing up there, too. Well, I don't think he's going to be able to run like that on Saturday. He's going to have to make a decision. Either finish the run, deliver the blow, or not. Uh, the moment you become indecisive, that's when the ball is not protected and you can find yourself fumbling. So, um Make your mind up and just do one or the other, man. Go down uh, after picking up all the yards that you can pick up or finish a run, man. Finish a run, but make sure the ball is protected because I think he's going to be a part of the running game. And, um, you know, that's one thing about quarterbacks in fall camp. They're, they're, they're not hit like everybody else when you go um, live in scrimmages. And so last week was new for Joe Milton. Just like week one was probably new for all the quarterbacks in the country. It was the first time those guys were hit and beat down and, and knocked down. So um, 
I anticipate Joe to look more comfortable running the football and handling the football as a runner than uh, game one. Game one. Darth Vol 14 says, as a Steelers fan, I took Tom, lost money, all good. The Cowboys lost. That's all that matters. Yeah, I forgot the Steelers and the Cowboy fans had this rivalry because of, um, you know, the old school rivalry. And, um, you know, how they rival each other as far as um, their their fan bases and how great they travel and, like you just mentioned, the tradition. So I I, I slick forgot about that, man. That's a Oh, AFC, NFC, um, you know, rivalry right there between the Steelers and the Cowboys fans. I got the best of both worlds. Cowboys lost, and I made money off the Cowboys losing. For sure. For sure. Uh, 865-255-03. Jeff Francis, former Tennessee quarterback, will join us at 9 a.m. Got some notes that we will uh, hit on, some game notes that's very, very important in terms of the numbers, um, what numbers do, do Tennessee need to hit on uh, in this game to give themselves the best chance to win. Um, also, really important that VFL Bobby Majors, brother of uh, Coach Johnny Majors, will serve as Tennessee's guest captain uh, during the corn toss for, for, for Tennessee. Jackie Sherrill, Pittsburgh, and Bobby Majors for Tennessee. Hour two coming up. I'm Vince Moore, wide receiver, VFL 1991, and you're listening to the Swain Event. 